first time you had a booth? Uh, at the Underground Operators, yeah. 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 We've, we've had booths in a few other smaller conferences, but no. uh, this is this is a pretty important one and it's in our home city. They only have it every three years and every time they put it in a different place and it hasn't been in Perth for 25 years. So. Yeah. Got to make an effort. Bloody exciting. What's what's the NTech tally up to now, the years? 11. We just Since clocked inception. over 11. Yeah, just, just clocked over 11. So, um, yeah, we, we missed out on our 10-year party. COVID uh, shit-canned that for us, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but 11 years, which is, which is yeah, pr- pretty good. I'll still, I'll still remember from our first yarn, the bloody, yeah, you said you built the business. You just piece of pen and paper. What do I hate about consultants? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I think that's pretty important that people should kind of focus on the negatives to find the positives and where they should go forward. So, um, yeah, and that, that, that's pretty much what it did. So, yeah, started with one and two and three and just slowly built built a really, really strong team. Well, the, and you said your biggest pro, biggest business problem was the fact that you're going to have to pay all these long service leaves out. Yeah, we do. Because no one's bloody left. Yeah, no, it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's a great problem to have. We've got um, a couple of guys uh, in the next few months that are going to clock over 10 years. So um, that's Stu Swap and um, Matt Keenan. So, uh, yeah, it's been awesome growing up with those guys you know 10 years at, at our ages you see kids born and marriages and you know so you see a lot uh, so yeah the family now do you what do you attribute it to it's not pure luck you no, obviously, you've obviously like, worked pretty bloody hard to make sure that people want to stay with you yeah i think i think it's the environment you create and that's just not the physical but you know also the support you put around people and um you know what you um what you make important you know and, and we've always said to our people you know make sure you don't miss uh key family events you know so you know people you know you go to that we'll get around it with the work you know so just just making sure that people understand that um family is number one and uh and then if you got family right works easy so yeah we always put family first yeah nice As, uh, and because you know i guess you don't want to be not working FIFO, but never being at home. Well, that'd yeah. be that'd be the hardest thing, wouldn't it? Like, like when you if you flat stick working. I've always thought working Monday to Friday, but you can't leave the joint to go to school presentations or like things like that. Yeah, I, I remember think... Tristan Summerford telling me he's like, ah, oh, if I have to go to a school thing, all good. Yeah, like, big yeah. thing. Yeah, no, it is. We've got people that start work at six in the morning and some that start at ten in the morning, and you know, and then they finish it at different times or they're more flexible some people work more at night um you know probably 80 percent of it is normal in the normal work hours but some people are you know able to work around normal work hours to fit in with their family and and, you know that works that's that's great we've got a few um a few uh casuals like mums as well you know that um we we bring them in when they when they're available to do work um, so that's all. That's a good thing to have as well. Yeah. That resource, because there's a lot of lot of smart people out there. You know, full time carers, and you know that we've really got to tap into that. And we we try as much as we can. Yeah. Now, eleven years. Let's go on the Macca journey. Right. Right back to the start. Right. 
how have you evolved? Like, like, it, it, like obviously the business has evolved, but well, I assume, like, I assume, like, just starting a bloody consultancy out of nowhere. Yeah, um, you would have evolved a bit yourself as a business owner. Oh, most definitely. I didn't know anything about business. But funny enough, you go, you run a mine site, you know, with a what was it, eighty million dollar budget, you know, putting a mine site together. Yet, actually running a business, you don't really know much about it. You know, you don't know anything about. GST and buses and activity statements and payroll and you know payroll tax all of these things um, you've got to learn and um, you know that that was quite a journey learning all of that um, so yeah just just learning the basics of business was was quite interesting um, but probably you know just, just the you know listening to the market and kind of building the business towards the market and you know what they might be that was that was interesting as well so i think you gotta do a lot of listening yeah. you know during that whole process but yeah it was it was it's good fun it still is good fun i love it but even uh you know like i guess the more you get into the business the further you away you're moving from bloody engineering and, and mining yeah. like about what about learning about how to, how, about the people, like as you said, no one, no one's left. So you've obviously done something bloody right. Yeah, a bit right. of energy goes into that, I'd imagine. Yeah, it does, it does. But you know, again, it's a bit of listening, and yeah. then you know, make decisions upon that. Always put yourself in that person's shoes, you know, because you know we've had some people go through some pretty hard times during that period. You know, uh, lost family members and so forth. You know, lost them too young. Um, so yeah, you, you just got to listen. And, um, you know, people, most people are smart enough to realise that, you know, you've given them some leeway and they're going to give you heaps back. You, you get more back. You always get more back. So, um, yeah, it's important just to listen. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What, what, what have you enjoyed about the, 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 the 11 years? Like, you know, build, building something from nothing. Well, yeah. what's some of the most rewarding things? Is it the people? Is it the work? Is it a bit of everything? Yeah, I think it's when you have success. And, and when your people have success or your clients have success, that's really good. That gives you a good self, sense of achievement. You know, you design something and then when they first cut the portal, you know, of a new mine or first cut a box cut into a new mine, like, um, yeah, we have a bit of a joke about it. Who's got the nicest looking box cut? <laughs> you know, mine, mine's the Sandfire box cut at Degrissa there. That's, that's mine and... You know, Tristan's got the serious one, and um, uh, Matt Keenan's got the um, the new Cassini one. That's that's the Matty Keenan. So we, we, yeah, we have a bit of a bit of banter around that. But actually, you know, when you when you do all this work, and then suddenly they build it, you know, that, that's awesome. And you know, by then they're all, you know, nobody comes patting you on the back, you know, about that later on. But you, you just sit back and quietly reflect on it and go, oh, that's pretty cool that we did that. You know, you find them on Google Earth. <laughs> you know, you go, you find, yeah, that, that's what I did, you know, yeah. and you can see these things and, yeah, and oh, I don't know, I think it's the detail as well in a lot of the stuff you do and, you know, you do things for a reason and, you know, you might just do something slightly different to make it better for the truck driver because I've driven a truck. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, so I know all of these things and you, you, you never really, it's never a headline or anything, but just the detail you put into things and make it nice for people to use, you know, bogging sumps. I know how to make a nice sump because I've used a bogger, you know, like yeah. design one, I should say, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that gives me a good sense of achievement. I'm a bit of an engineer nerd, you know, so, <laughs> you know, more than a businessman, I suppose. Yeah. So I do like the, uh, the detail around a lot of the engineering as well. Because you look back on, like, say, uh, DeGrusso, like one of your first sort of feasibility studies you did yeah. now to, to when you've done, like, your more recent ones. 
do you look back and like see how far you've come all those yeah, you know, and what you do you you uh, use to learn in so much so many so, better so, ways so to much do things. More. We, we can do things probably shouldn't say this to Sam but <laughs> we can do things a lot better these days yeah. in saying that probably a lot quicker is probably the main thing you know just the the software's changed a bit in that time and we use the software a lot better now these days but you know we, we've gotten a lot quicker you know people want a lot very quickly people never come and say oh look we want a feasibility done next year and we want it finished by you know christmas 23rd just you know, yeah. it's more like oh we want to do a feasibility study we want to start tomorrow we want to finish in three months you know <laughs> so you know it's just totally unrealistic expectations yeah. is the norm for what we do you know yeah. but we, we've got a lot heaps quicker in doing doing things we've got a lot of tools now that we can reuse yeah. so yeah we can smash things out pretty quick yeah good you know good quality stuff pretty quick so and in 11 years as that the barbecue that's evolved as well as well, the barbecue has been ridgy dig as it, it is as it is now at the yeah. start so the, the barbecue there's some flash about, patties down there the, the, <laughs> the barbecue came about you know having worked on most people who worked on a mine site know that um, Friday or, or a firefo, it's normally Sunday lunchtime, you have a barbecue. And um, when we moved into our second office, we had a little back shed. It was an old an old building with a little back shed. So we got a barbecue and we'd reel it out every Friday and have our barbecue. And yeah, that's when there was six or eight of us. And and when we moved into our new place in West Perth, we, we built a rooftop deck and put a barbecue and everything just for our Friday barbecues because it's so important. It's, it's when we... The, probably the one time we all get together, have a bit of a chat. A few clients come along, you know, some scragglers come in every now and again. Oh, I, ro- I rocked up in thongs one day, but it was good because your old man was there and he had thongs too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it was that's all right. good. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so every Friday, uh, 12 o'clock sharp, we, yeah. we have a barbecue and a few ginger beers, no real beers at that yeah. point in time, and back to work by one and finish the week off. So, yeah, it's, it's good. I suppose you're not working in the uh, in the stock stock exchange industry. They're they're on well, they're right on that. the piss of bloody lunchtime. Right I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, in mining, you know what it's like with safety. I just can't have a beer before knock off. It yeah. just does not make sense to me. I just I've failed. I reckon it's just safety's so entrenched. Yeah, no, knock off and then you can have a beer. <laughs> Where's where the smack bang in the middle of the morning though? Bloody, where, where are we heading, Mac? Are you looking for shareholders soon? What's going on? Where's oh, Ntech heading? starting to get worried for our industry a little bit that it's so busy, you know, yeah. just lack of resources. And unfortunately, we're not seeing, you know, students coming through into engineering and uh, I just, I'm worried we're not putting enough effort into the, into the high school students to get them, you know, coming through and wanting to be in mining and wanting to be, you know, geologists and engineers and, and so forth. So it, it worries me a little bit we've neglected. We're still not doing a very good job of that. So no. I think I think we'll struggle a little bit. That's probably the biggest concern. Obviously, it's good because we're busy at the moment and most people are busy, but I, as long as we don't get too busy, you know, that next part, and there's a lot of declines getting cut soon, and mm. it'll be the same with jump operators. They must be pretty thin on the ground at the moment. Well, even I'm looking half good on it at the moment. Like, Is that right? <laughs> it's like because there's just that much work going on, and uh, not enough operators for yeah, it. It's well, great. It's, you know, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and Tucker are flourishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, that's the positive, but the negative is poor quality. You know, costs go out of control, and then yeah. projects fail. And yeah. when projects fail, you know, then 
you know, that's the part of the cycle we don't like. Well, speak, speaking of costs, we've had some so we'll have a yarn about this later. Uh, your mate Kiwi from MIE, varial speed ventilation. There's some pretty cool stuff happening in yeah. that department. Yeah, we'll we've been yarn. helping him with a bit of modelling on that and, you know, probably a lot of people don't know, but ventilation is the biggest electrical cost in an underground mine um, by far, most of the time. And um, all of our fans underground, uh, you know, turn them on, turn them off. So when they're on flat out, um, they're using a lot of electricity and... and they're zero or 100%. When you turn it off, you've got no middle. vent. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there, there, is, there is a model where, you know, variable speed makes a lot of sense in the mm. underground. And um, unfortunately, one of our greatest things, underground's a thousand volt. Yeah. But all those VSDs don't come off the shelf 1,000 volts. 1,000 volts actually pretty weird in every other industry in the whole world um, and every other country. So, um, yeah, it's good to see companies now um, coming out with some variable solutions for, for vent. So, yeah, yeah th- those guys are doing a good job. Yeah, no, I've seen it before. It's like, like literal touchscreen touch just winded up and down. Like, yeah. It's very unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's, well, a lot uh, of people probably don't realise, but, you know, you, you slow a fan down 10%. You know, you, you'll get obviously a little bit less vent, but you'll use 30% less electricity. Yeah. Like it's that. Yeah, that I couldn't believe it when you told that me that. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you can if you can uh, do that, then that's a huge cost to a mine site by, yeah. by having a bit of um, bit of extra capital, but pays for stuff so quickly. So, yeah, te- technically we're getting very good now with those VSDs and we'll see a lot more of them in the future. So, I'm sure, yeah, so it's good. I'm sure there's shitload more stuff going on, mate. Overseas, I don't know. There's apparently there's some virus going around, so you probably haven't been to Vancouver for a while. No, I haven't been over there, so um, yeah. unfortunately, my skiing is suffering <laughs> for that. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, but, uh, goes over there for business, uh, business we only. Something on the weekend, yeah, I'll try it yeah, Monday but to that's Friday. That's like us going on a ride, a push bike ride, you know, like yeah. they skate. Yeah, well, but, that's um, it. Yeah. No, look, it's, it's pretty tough, pretty tough for those guys and, and girls over there at the moment, like in. Um, you know, in North America and Canada and those places, you know, they're, they're still working from home, you know, they're losing people, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty tough. I really feel for them. We're in this amazing little bubble of Perth, but, you know, I think we've got to think about those guys as well, you know. It's it's, it's not not great. Wait, but hopefully we're heading, uh, heading in the right direction, mm. getting a few vaccines out there. Well, so with, with that whole, just that whole American, North American landscape for mining, so you guys are in Vancouver, like, where you think it's going to really, well, you know, become a second Western Australia? Is there a lot of what's the go? Is there a lot of work, a lot of gold over there? A lot of is oh, there yeah, plenty of potential in the coming decades? Oh, North America is bigger, bigger in mining than uh, WA. Yeah. Like it's it's massive. Um, I think we are a bit insulated over here. We think we think WA we're the biggest. is the whole world, yeah. and you know, with probably with iron ore, we're not far wrong. But when it comes to gold and base metals, we're just you know flipping. Just a pimp on the bum, you know. We're, we're not much at all. The, the mines over there, there's some big mines, pretty impressive, lots of amazing grades, and yeah, yeah. So it's it's a good, yeah, good place for mining. Yeah, yeah. I might go and pull some levers over there, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah like that. Left-hand drive jumbos over there, mate. Oh god, that's <laughs> funny. I don't need anything else to change. I mean, they give me uh, electric ones stick. these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they're dumb old billion that they did well over there. What they did with the bolt meshing and everything. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's becoming more normal. And they're and everyone's taking it on board and keen as it's funny. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is. No, there's um, a few Aussies over there now. Evolution over there. Yeah, Red Lake. 
Um, so, yeah, a couple of Aussies heading over there. Yeah. Uh, Burn Cut. Uh, looking, I think they might be over there. Barminka are over at Hemlo. So, yeah. a few Aussies over there poking their heads up. Yeah. It's good. Good, no, good stuff. No, well, mate, thanks very much for giving me a bait today. No worries. Bloody, uh, I've had a, had a belter so far. Yeah, no, uh, got... Come along and... Oh, I'm having a, you know, I haven't been kicked out. And, uh, so, it's all, I'm, I'm laughing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's good. We're gonna do now. I've got now. I baited everyone up, so we're gonna do some heckling. Here we go. Oh, here's your uh, your highness, Bill Beeman. Here, is everything been all right today for you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, Ed, mate. I've got two. Strala and Bill are actually gonna come and hot seat now. Yeah, so. no, <laughs> all right, mate. Thanks, guys. Beautiful. All right. <laughs>